The Natural Habitat Podcast. Hello. Hi, I'm Mikey Buya. My name is Austin Tsai, and joining us as always is our, our third third wheel computer. Mm-hmm. Computer, say hello. Computer, say hello. Hi. Um, he is the only artificially intelligent co-host on a podcast. We also have free candy all the way in Canada, up there in the great north, across the Across the pond? No, nope, that's England. That's yeah. England yep. The Great North? Is that what the it's great, called? Great White North? <clears throat> what do we call it? We just call it Canada and we make fun of it. Yeah, what do we call it behind their backs when like nobody's looking? I don't think there's like a derogatory name for Canada, just more like stereotypes and we kind of make fun of like the the nuances in their accent and that mm-hmm. that sort of thing. Like, yeah. How boot, nice they are. How they pronounce words differently. Yeah. So we'll just call it the Great North, I guess. That sounds yeah. that sounds right. Sounds reasonable. Uh, computer, what's another name for Canada? Canada is also known as Canada. <laughs> Brilliant computer. Oh man. Um, so the four of us, much like the four pillars of the Natural Habitat podcast, you got a uh, friendship. You got science. You got revenge. You got intellectual property. Intellectual property. And we are going to lean on pillar number two today with science because we're talking about dreaming. Now, um, first, before we get into that, I want to let you guys know that we're doing a full merch drop Ooh, very soon. You're wearing some of that merch, huh? Can can the camera see you? Should you you, uh, make yourself more visible there? You got a, a nice pullover sweatshirt with the new logo. It's very fly. This is um our our new logo that you've been seeing everywhere. We're uh we're donning a name to this guy's name is Head Trip. Head Trip, I like that. The Head Trip logo. It's, uh, it's, a, it's a head. You know I mean, it's kind of like a trippy looking head. So yeah. I mean, it just trippy works. looking head, it's like a dripping. You know, and like, then we got you know the Earth in there. So there's like a trip around right. the Earth. Yep. There's this whole like location thing. That's true. And um, so it has a bad double meaning, but a double meaning nonetheless. So like a, a would that be a double entendre, or is that something different? Uh, it's like a double euphemism. Okay, they're both like code for sex, you right, know, head right. trip. Yeah. So we're gonna have a whole line of head trip. We got shirts. All right, we got um, hats, beanies. We have a NHP shirt. That has our our classic font. Yeah, I was gonna say, what if the the viewer hates head trip? They they do not like that. If logo. you don't want head trip, they don't want head trip on any of their clothing. That's fine. That's Are we fine. gonna have something for those people? We have a shirt I mean, that just says NHP. That is a conversation starter. If you've yeah. ever wanted people to ask you what does NHP mean, you know what's NHP. This will happen multiple times a day if you wear this shirt. And then you could explain to them that it's a podcast. Or you could say it's, um, if you don't want to talk about the podcast, you could be like, it's New Hampshire, Providence. Yeah, New Hampshire, Providence, it's Providence? Rhode Island. No, that's Rhode Island. But it's like from New Hampshire to Providence. I mean, the same general vicinity. That highway, that like stretch. I mean, they're all just, they're these little tiny states all clumped together. It might as yeah. well be. And people are into highways, man. Like, I know that Bill, um, co-host of the show, fifth pillar of the show. He has a, a a tattoo of Highway 58 because he grew up near it or something. It was like the closest highway to his house. No, is it like, a, like a sign or is it yeah, an actual it's tattered, highway? It's a tattered highway sign done by Roach Clip. And it has like bullet holes in it and okay. chunks all rusted out. 
And it says 58. And is he just really into a highway? He's into that highway. He's no, what highway. about byways? Because haven't you heard that expression, the highways and byways? Highways and byways? What is a, a byway? Computer, what is a byway? Computer, what is a byway? The noun byway can have a couple meanings. Mm. One, a secluded, private, or obscure road. Two, a subsidiary or obscure field of research, endeavor, etc. Okay, so it sounded like the opposite of a highway. Like a highway, as you know, it's not secluded at all. That's mm -hmm. where everybody's driving. The byways, maybe that's like the frontage road. That's private. The, the road less yeah. traveled. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And also it's kind of like a little bougie, the way that computer made it sound, that it's private, invite only, you know? So byways, he loves highways. He obviously loves byways. Who doesn't? Um, now, triways aren't a thing, right? Trayway? I'm thinking of Trayway. Trayway, that's the um, the gang from from um Takashi Six Nine. That's right. Um Takashi Six Nine, uh weird to bring that up, but I did see an interview with him recently. Did you see the interview that he did? No, I don't keep up with him much. Me neither. I just saw like a clip that someone had posted and shared, and he brought up Gunna because uh oh, apparently yeah, Gunna like uh snitched on Now who is guy. this Gunna fellow? He's uh he's like a I want to say he's a drill rapper. He's a rap artist, okay? Yeah, yeah okay, okay, okay. He's uh, not like an actual gunner, no. like like an army gunner. I think that's be. a position in the army. He might be because um allegedly there's like this whole murder that happened. I don't I don't know about it. I don't get into like the drill um uh Fantano. It just like, sounds type. like noise to me. <laughs> well, not not drill music. Also drill music I don't really get into. Like drill music just sounds like literally like a drill to me. But I do know that like from the sound of a drill, like that's what is. It? I mean, yeah, same thing. same thing. All right. Um, I know that disgraced uh, journalist Andrew Callahan. He was uh, going on this whole thing about drill music and went and uh, interviewed like a bunch of people in Chicago where drill started. Yeah, with, with Chief Keef, I know that much. Called out Adam Twenty Two for uh, you know glorifying this life. Yeah, for perpetuating these these violent acts mm -hmm. that these drill rappers are doing. Yeah, bringing to light these beefs that should really just stay within a few people. Now yeah. the whole world knows. Yeah, you know these things. These stories shouldn't be leaving the O block. Yeah. They should be you know staying there. Yeah, yeah. So um, I don't really know. Besides that, I don't really know a lot about it. But I do know. That um, why did we start talking about? Oh yeah, Gunna. Yeah, so so um, I actually do know a bit about this. Um, the the record label YSL, which is Young Thug's record label, okay, got hit with the RICO Act, which is like the, that's the that's the law that basically lets you lets the feds prosecute people that are affiliated with this crime, not just the person that, yeah. that carried it out. It's all about and, like it's all about crime and like gang affiliation. Yeah, yeah. And apparently right? there was a murder and a number of other crimes, you know, committed by YSL affiliates and they used the RICO Act to charge everybody affiliated with with I think it's young slime. Okay. Life, maybe. And this is this is the thing about them using their lyrics in court. Yes. Reading transcripts Which of their is, lyrics. Um, not legal everywhere, but apparently is legal in Georgia where this is uh, taking place. But um, Gunna is, uh, he's a YSL rapper. And he was he was initially locked up under this this RICO takedown also. But supposedly he, he pled out, which is essentially admitting a wrongdoing, which is, you know, very much frowned upon because, you know, he's basically admitting that, that 
the allegations are true. So he's effectively snitching on the rest of the the co defendants, mm-hmm. which is a no no in hip hop, at least previously had been. Yeah, I mean six nine. You know he was he was shunned by the yeah, hip hop exactly. world for for doing essentially the same thing. And that was his point. He he brought up the situation um, without using any names. He was like, say if you if your cousin was being you know charged with a crime. And you said it wasn't my cousin; it was this guy that did it. Like, what? What yeah. is? What is that? And they and all six agreed. nine six nine's gang had betrayed him. So, like, honestly, like, I think the six mm-hmm. nine snitching or pleading or whatever yeah. it was was more um, more understandable than Gunna doing it. You know, who is supposedly yeah. closely closely knit what, with these fellows. Yeah, exactly. And that's what he was saying was that you know, there's these rules in the gang life, like no snitching, Mm-mm. respect, loyalty. Don't fuck over your friend. Don't rob your yeah, brother. Yeah, it's and basically shit. like the the Cosa Nostra laws that we all learned yeah. in like you know the the mobster movies. And then he was like, so when I got you know robbed by my by my friends and they were fucking my girl and disrespecting me and talking shit, then you know I break the one rule of snitching. And everybody's like, now I'm the only one that's in trouble, but I'm supposed to be loyal to these guys that like treated me like shit. Yep. And then uh, he said, you know, if you said my cousin didn't do it, it was this guy, would you be snitching? Everybody said, yeah. And he was like, well, then why is nobody mad at Gunna? Because that's exactly what he I did. I think people are, like, as more information comes out, I've from what I understand is people are beginning to be like, hey, wait a second. This is a little more snitchy than we originally had, had thought when you yeah. were released. So it's it's interesting. He's got a lot of his affiliates um, unfollowing him on Instagram, and a lot of mm-hmm. other rappers unfollowing him. And so, I mean, yeah. it remains to see what becomes of his his music career now that he's been um, accused of this this snitching. We'll see. But the NHP shirt is available, and then also we are going to have um, the first of a continuing line of like all these different theme shirts. First one is the Habit Wrap Pizza shirt. Now. Um, now we won't be actually like selling pizza, right? Like we're not opening a pizza franchise or anything like that. Not yet, but I mean, Mr. Beast. It seems like a, a logical next step once yeah, we once we reach the we you know because we're still on the road to one k. We got to focus on that. Mm-hmm. But once we hit one k, I figure I figure that AdSense money is just going to start raining in. Yeah, and the world's and, our you know we're going to have to reinvest it in something. It may as well be a pizza pizza yeah, place, yeah, yeah. a parlor, a pizza parlor. So we are going to. Um, put out these shirts, the habit wrap pizza shirt and pizza pizza employees are usually, you know, looked at as like cooler people. They can always hook you up with drugs. The pizza guy can get you drugs. The pizza guy's getting laid. The, the pizza girl is, you know, taken seriously in the workplace. Now, you were involved in the pizza industry for, for some period of time. I was. You? And this so is, you would know this firsthand. And, and this is really like a, a, a shout out to my roots, you know. Okay, yeah, I get that. Because there is a certain type of clout that comes with working at a pizza restaurant. A certain shows, level of esteem, for sure. Yeah, you you have, have a laid back attitude. <clears throat> you know how to fuck. And you usually do or kind of like a, just like a Fonzie type vibe, like a yeah. modern day Fonzie. Like I don't think Fonzie delivered pizza on Happy Days, but he had that he had that demeanor. Mm-hmm. To him. And this is, I think, why pizza guys are desirable 
is that they have a car. They have a working car. That's guaranteed. true. A lot of other people don't have cars. Yeah. You have to worry about giving this guy a ride all the Fucking, time. Yeah. Nobody wants to mess with a, a bus rider. Hey, yeah. I'm God, taking a no. bus. Could you imagine? Or an Uber user? Who Could you uses imagine Ubers? eating someone's ass after they rode the bus? A bicyclist? That's like the gayest, excuse me, the, the, the most effeminate thing I can think of is, is somebody riding a bicycle for, for leisure. Yeah. Or to and get imagine, to point A to point B. That seems just illogical. And the mess after that. You yeah, know? it takes so much longer than driving in a car. I mean, uh-huh. like, what do you want to waste? You just want to waste your time? You got that much time to waste? Yeah. You got that much time to waste. Come you on. obviously don't have a lot going on in your life. I remember I, uh, when I was a kid, I would skateboard until I, like, I hurt myself really bad one time. Not, like, Skate- really, really bad. Elbow? Elbow. I was going down a hill. I got the speed wobbles. Oh, yep. You hit, hit one of those, those little chalk rocks. Yeah. Chalk rocks will shoot you right blood. off your board. There was blood everywhere. And then... uh I decided not to skateboard anymore and to ride a bike because a bike you can like jump off of, you know? So I had like this cool bike that was all pieced together of like different things and different stolen bikes that me and Mo would go steal. And then, uh, now a statue of limitations has passed on this theft, right? So you're in the clear there. I'm sure Okay. that we would allegedly go and steal. Steal is like a funny term, which means that we would buy them. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. So we'd go and buy these bikes and then bring them back to his house and like take them apart and spray paint them and put them back together all mishmash and different. And all the while doing meth. We were all on mad meth and we were like teenagers. So that it seems crazy. like it checks out with the stereotype that I know of people mm-hmm. who use meth. And his dad would work out of town and he did like construction and shit. So he had this whole shop at their house that was just filled with power tools. And so you're tricking these bikes things. out. You've got yeah. you've got the whole yeah, West yeah. Coast Customs garage. I think the farthest we did was we would wrap it with like electrical tape and then paint it and then take the tape off. So we didn't like utilize any of those tools or any of those cool things that we could have. But that's probably best because we would have hurt ourselves for sure. True. So I remember I had this bike that was like pretty lit. And then I got a car and I was like well, I still have my bike, so I can like ride it down to the store, or I could, you know, ride it down to the never park. Never touched it again, did you? Never again. Why the <laughs> fuck would I? Why would I ever do that? I have a car. Pointless. Why Completely would I pointless. ever ride a bike? That's insane. So, new merch, yeah, yeah. So the Habit Rat pizza shirt, it's gonna get you clout. You could just pretend you work at a pizza place. It's pretty low profile. It's got a phone number, so if people want to order pizza, then call the hotline. Now, yeah, does it have the hotline number? It does have oh, the hotline that's, number that's on fresh. it. And um, this is this is dope. I made the design myself. I'm really proud of it, and I hope that you guys like it. So the merch drop is going to be coming uh, really soon. Maybe even by the time this comes out. Yeah, we could put the link in the description if it's out. Link in the link in bio. Link down baby. down below, baby. So, uh, you had texted me this morning, and you said that you have just been having crazy dreams since you quit smoking weed. Yeah, just about every night. And I, I never used to dream before. At least it seemed like I would never dream before. I'm, maybe I just wasn't remembering them. I heard that weed but takes your dreams. It, I think it was robbing me of my dreams. And you uh-huh. know what? I'm I'm glad that I've gotten them back because, I mean, I'm not having nightmares for the most part. Sometimes there's there's um, a bit of a plot twist or, or some sort of... Uh, um, thing that I have to overcome in these dreams, some sort of obstacle. Yeah. But for the most part, they're pleasant. They're like, you know, they're combinations of of people I have known 
um, places I've been, things that I've done, but all just kind of randomized <coughs> and obscured. Yeah. But I'm, I'm, you know, I'm going to concerts. I'm having road trips, vacationing places, things that I don't really get to do so much these <coughs> days myself in, in, in reality. Yeah. So, Hanging out with your friends. You yeah, exactly. Friends so, I mean, like so far these dreams have been, have been relatively pleasant. Um, so I, I was telling you that and I think, um, Quitting smoking weed was a small price to pay for reclaiming my dreams. Yeah, that's one of the main things that I hear about people that smoke really heavy and then quit smoking is that they have way more dreams. And then when they try to smoke weed, they freak out. And, yeah, and that, that checks out, too. Yeah. Or they pass out and, you, you know, their friend calls 911 because they're like, <laughs> yeah, like, fidgeting. <laughs> I mean, you smoked weed for the first time in a long time, and then yeah, that's what happened. That's what happened, and I haven't touched the stuff again since. And I've heard that before, that fucking people would have, like, panic attacks and freak out and yeah, get all, all paranoid and shit. It's all bad. You got you to gotta build that tolerance up real early when you're young, you know, in your teens. And, and keep it up. Peer pressure, you know, forces you to, to build that tolerance up. Yeah. And then you got you to gotta maintain it. Otherwise, you're going to come back to it with a, with a clean system, and it's not going to be what you remember it. Yeah, it's scary, like it's, I hear. Yeah, it's terrifying. So um, for now, I have no plans on quitting because, uh, you know, I'm afraid that, like, even if I were just to decide to, like, take a break for a while to, like, see if it helped with, like, my laziness or motivation or whatever, I'm afraid that I wouldn't be able to start smoking again. Yeah, see, I don't even really remember why I wanted to quit smoking weed other I than think it was just, just see if you could. See if I could, yeah. And yeah. then I went back to it and it was like not, you know, not enjoyable whatsoever anymore. So I just kind of stuck with the the not smoking. <coughs> it ain't the same. It's not. What was that song? Um, dream. <laughs> dream, 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 dream. That's right. Dream. That's right. So when I want you. Hey, that's hey. G Wiz. Sing that much of it. Oh. G Wiz. Oh, is that the G Wiz remix? G Wiz. Yeah. All right, good. Um, Ty came up with a great rap name, G Wiz, and it turns out it's taken by multiple people. Yeah, every already. good name ever has been taken. Yeah. So, um, G Wiz, right? But I think that we could still use it because it's only really used in the rap realm. So we could still say it. We could still call things it. Yeah, um, we've been we've been working on some scripts that we're gonna you know clue you in on later. Maybe there's a character in, in one of these scripts and named G Wiz. Yeah. yeah, I like that. And he's just like a gangster, like white guy that like wears do rags and stuff. Uh, I could see that. Yeah, or maybe you know we don't have to. We don't have to pigeonhole him in as a white guy. He can be any, you know, he could be an Indian fellow for all. Yeah, true. But Like, uh, what was that movie, um, Malibu's Most Wanted? Yeah, yeah. There was an Indian fellow. There right? was an Indian gangster guy. Um, so these, uh, these dreams, right, that you've been having more and more of, I have very little dreams because I still smoke weed. And... Um, when I do have dreams, they're usually more on the nightmare side. Yeah, you were telling me like you have night terrors. Yeah, I have night terrors. Yeah, I don't think that <clears throat> I've ever, even as a uh, child, I don't remember specifically ever having these horrible nightmares where the boogeyman's coming to get me or whatever it may be. Yeah. I, I think my dreaming has, has always been like weird. There's some weird ones. And like I said, there's, you know, there's obstacles and, and, um, um, antagonists in my dream sometimes, but I've never really had like a 
that I can recall a scary, scary nightmare or anything like that where I wake up just stupid, yeah. like, oh my god. See, I had, I had, I, mean, one, I probably have. I had one forgetting. when I was, uh, when I was a kid, of uh, these like pirate ghosts that were chasing me on my big wheel. So I was on that my big terrifying. wheel. terrifying. I was riding around the apartment complex. And they were also on big wheels, on like ghosts. These pirates were had their own big wheels. They were pirate ghosts, and they were cartoon, I guess, and riding on their little pirate big wheels. And that one stuck with me my whole life for whatever. See, maybe reason. you're you're just misinterpreting that as being like nightmarish to where like maybe, maybe I was in a rea- pirate too. Yeah, maybe in reality you were just mobbing with some some pirate friends on on this big wheel. Yeah, and it was, if you know, in retrospect, it was a, a positive dream. I didn't see myself, so maybe I was a pirate. Ghost. I mean, unless you were like ripped apart by these pirates at any point, or like had some sort of like violent incident with them, they they may have been on your side. Yeah, you're right. Um, but I do have a... It's not that I always have, like, bad dreams or nightmares or night terrors. Because I do have, like, cool, like, fun, awesome dreams that are, like, I could fly. Oh, yeah, that's a good one. Or it's some, like, cool sexual experience that I never would have in real life. Yep, those are good ones. And one thing... See, I never wake up... And have like a sleep paralysis or like mid halfway into dream world halfway out. But from living with Raven and working opposite schedules, she's awake when I'm asleep on the nights that she's off. And I'm constantly just like screaming and fucking... Thrashing around, thrashing, sweating, clawing, please. Oh shit, yeah, you're having some terrors there. That's that's crazy. Now, one thing that I've noticed, like um, I'll wake up to, you know, go to the bathroom or something and I'll be having been having a dream and then I'll go back to sleep. And it's almost like a continuation of the the previous dream, which is interesting to me, like that my brain goes back to that that story. Maybe I'm not fully awake when I'm when I'm getting up. And, yeah. You know, like I'm still kind of dreaming. But I think it's cool that there's a continuation, almost like me taking a piss is like a commercial break. And when I come yeah. back, the, the, the episode continues. It's like you take the piss break into your dream world. But yeah, and then a lot of times life. I'll wake up like fully like in the morning and I'll be having a dream and it's like, fuck, like I was having a good dream and now I have to like, like go about my day and live in reality. Like, yeah. why can't I just finish this dream out? Yeah. And uh, one of the things that I've always wanted to do, but never had the dedication. I mean, there's a lot of things I want to do if I applied myself, but one of them is lucid dreaming, which is where you can get control of your dreams you can dream about what you want you can be aware that you're dreaming and then interact with your dream yeah, in a different yeah. way yeah we're looking into this this sounds awesome and i like to think that in the future much like chat gpt has come along and you know like powered all these other like things that some sort of ai device will be able to to you know plant these seeds for the the dreams and they'll just mm-hmm. grow when we go to sleep and we yeah. can control exact you know you, you type in a prompt like i want to i want to win the super bowl and then i want to skate off on rocket boots that also have wheels they're like rollerblades with rocket power rock, rocket powered rollerblades yeah. and i want to go and then i'm going to go over to iraq and i'm going to fight the the taliban who isn't even the, the taliban's in afghanistan but in your dream they're in iraq, they're in iraq. you go you know you're a war hero you're a super bowl champion you know whatever you want 
Yeah, and you get to you get to decide that. Just like all AI, it's just a prompt. You just put in a prompt <coughs> and make it happen. And maybe you put on like some sort of headset that like sends like radio waves into your brain, and that's how the, you get the 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 prompt into your brain, and then your you know your brain takes it from there and gives you that dream. Yeah, I mean, you'll definitely be able to do it with Neuralink. The uh, Elon Musk has that. Uh, it's like a chip, so they. They cut a square in your skull, right? Yeah. Take the bone, get at, get rid of it. Get, you, you don't, don't need, need it, it anymore. No. They replace it with this little flat uh, chip thing that sits flush in your skull. That's your skull now. Okay. And then it has little ten- tendrils, tentacles, tendrils that are coming down. And, and these are controlled directly by Musk. Like he's got like yeah. a, like a little joystick and like buttons, uh-huh. and he's he's supervising like yeah. your your behavior. He could take over. Most of them are automated, obviously. What do you think could, Musk dreams about? Yeah, right. That's interesting. Um, Should we ask Chat GPT what what Elon Musk probably dreams about? I feel like Chat GPT isn't going to answer that question. No, he's going to give us some reason. bullshit answer. Yeah, like I don't, I can't take. I think it's interesting that like um. There's these common dreams that almost everybody has at some point. And like some of them are like, you know, obvious, like, oh, you can, we can all fly or whatever. But like some of them are like weirdly more specific. Like one of the most common dreams that multiple people happen all over the world is uh, dreaming your teeth are falling out. Yeah. And like that's happened to me many times. And why, why would that be? It's just so odd. Yeah. There was something on here about um, Carl Jung's collective unconscious. Which is like this other realm or thing. We're all linked into Carl Jung's consciousness. And at some point, his teeth were ripped from his skull. (laughs) Uh And we're just experiencing experiencing that trauma. Through us in the dream world. That's interesting. So uh, that, um, that could be, you know, I don't know. That could be like, because if you think about DMT, right? So DMT, when people take it, they notoriously talk about going into this other realm through this tunnel filled with like geometrical shapes. And then you get there and there's these like beings that aren't like a physical thing, but the presence is there. Yeah. People say that it's like God or whatever. Yeah. But there's no words and you just like feel the intention and then they teach you all the secrets of the universe and then you come back, but you don't remember it. And you're just like a burnout. Yeah. You're like Joe Rogan or whatever. So the thing is that people independently all throughout the world, when doing DMT reported going to that same place, like it's a place that we're tapping into and not everybody doesn't have their own interpretation. Like if you take mushrooms, it's going to be different than someone else's mushroom interpretation. Yeah, definitely. But DMT, for whatever reason, brings everybody the, to the same place. See, that's kind of boring to me. Like I, I don't necessarily <coughs> want to go to this place. This place sounds kind of... I mean, Spoiler like, alert, right? Like yeah, you already know like what's going to I've already been happen. told what's going to happen. I'm prepared for it. Like I want... I want I want you know to to win the Super Bowl and and then go fight in a, yeah, yeah. a war. Oh yeah, so, that's what I was talking so, like, about. The tendrils. So you got the the Neuralink, you got the tendrils, and they go into your brain, and they attach to certain like receptors or uh, nodes in your brain or whatever, and 
they send an electrical pulse to stimulate that thing to fake brain activity so that you can do certain stuff. Like say if you're paralyzed or something, if you had a stroke and your left arm is numb, it can stimulate that part of your body. So that way you can just kind of like, it'll just tell your arm to move. And will when your you arm physically moving. be able to move or will you just be dreaming that you're No, your arm will move. Okay. But the whole point of it is that this neural link, I'm sure, can be used to uh, manipulate your dreams. So, so Elon Musk is going to get these chips in these paraplegic people's heads and he's going to be able to like control them almost like an army of like like drones <laughs> and have them do his bidding, whether it's, you know, um, yeah, take over, take over Silicon Valley with violence or, or manufacture Teslas, whatever his, his yeah, agenda yeah. is. I mean, if you think about um, like how many like paraplegic quadriplegic you got old all the plegics you got plegics you got different types of uh cripple people and uh if he can activate all because the whole thing is they don't have enough strength to move their bodies but if he can activate their bodies artificially with this current and just make it move anyway he really can outnumber everyone because think about how yeah. many people there are. Yep, and they're going to be indebted to him, you know, because he made it so they can function again. Do you think they're going to, like, be, like, zombie robotic or do you think that they're going to, like, be talking and aware the whole time? Like, help me, I don't know what I'm doing. My link is going crazy. It's haywire. Uh, I'm not sure. I think they're going to be so grateful. Call my grandson Jonathan. I think they're, I mean, I also think that, that Musk is going to be able to, you know, just put in his own prompts for what they're thinking and basically True. control their brainwaves. And just take them over. And I think that's where we're headed with, with <laughs> a lot of what he's been researching. You know, got the SpaceX and all that. I think it's all some sinister, sinister master plan to, to control the... So it's going to be like a classic, like the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers movie where like he takes over all the like adults in the town or all the parents or whatever. Could be that. And they're all just kind of like walking. And and Elon Musk is like Zordon. He's going to at some point like just be like a like floating, a floating head in like a big tank. If anyone's going to do that, it's going to be him. Yeah, certainly. Yeah. Put his consciousness into a robot before he dies. I mean... We we have no idea all the tech that that Musk has. I mean, he's he's probably just rolling it out slowly, you know, mm-hmm. kind of phasing one thing here. You know, first it's self driving cars, and you know, next it's controlling all the crippled people with a remote control. Yeah, it's getting crazy. The future's now. It is it really is. Um. So, so until then, because we can't afford these uh, these neurolinks, no, and they're no, not readily not. available. Um, plus, you don't want to be the first round for something like that. No, you don't want to be the guinea pig with that. You, you know, don't want the Neuralink one. Yeah, you're probably going to die. Yeah. So until then, uh, lucid dreaming is an option. A lot of people can train themselves to lucid dream, and we are going to help you guys learn how to lucid dream. Yeah, we've got we've got a great article courtesy of WikiHow, <laughs> Wiki who is Howe, always showing us. Show. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> And they've, they've put together a three-step process for you to become aware um, in your dreams and control what's happening. Mm-hmm. And the first one is to keep a dream journal. 
keep a dream journal. It's just a little, little book and um, keep it close to your bed at night and write down your dreams immediately after you wake up. Cause that's, that's one thing. Like I will remember my dreams for maybe like a span of like five minutes after I wake up. Yeah, at least some, that. some, you know, like the, the, the general synopsis I'll remember for about five minutes and then it's gone. Even mm-hmm. if it was something really cool and memorable or felt like it was yeah. like, it's still somehow it's disappears. So write down your dreams as soon as you wake up. And this is going to train you to remember more of your dreams, mm-hmm. which is important for lucid dreaming. Now, I've always heard this, and I remember uh, my mom used to used to write a dream journal. She would have like a she had this whole like dream interpretation book that she would ask me what my dreams were, and then like uh, look them all up and tell me what they meant and stuff. And none of them ever really. I feel like all those books kind of just took advantage of stupid people. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. It's probably, I mean, some somebody who's going to uh-huh. try to, with their own agenda, going to try to link your, yeah. your dreaming about this to what they want you to think it is. Yeah, it wasn't based I think in science at all. I think all. it's for everybody, you know, it's for you to interpret what your dreams mean. But you're going to want to start recording them, so, so yeah. write them down. Now, I can I can attest to this because I recently had this, like, super vivid dream I don't know if I talked about it on the show before, but I was playing a lot of Walking Dead in VR, and there's this whole nighttime element to it, and there's this whole like rundown school with a lot of big bathrooms with a bunch of stalls, and everything's dark and creepy, and I brought that aesthetic into my dream, had this horrible nightmare with night terrors and all, and then I woke up. And I didn't know if I was like still in this dream world or if I was in real life. And then once I realized that I was awake, I grabbed my phone and I like opened my notes just because the dream was like, usually when you wake up, it's already kind of going away. Yeah, it's fading the second you open your eyes. But I had it all like start to finish. And I pulled out my notes, and by the time I got the notes, I forgot the beginning, so it already was fading away. And then I wrote down everything else in the dream and put like as much detail as I could, and then put that away. Didn't really think about it again until today when we were talking about doing this. I pull out the note, I read it, everything comes back, which I had never experienced this because I never really journaled my dreams See, before. what if all the dreams are, are still in your brain, like these full scenes, these full dreams? They are. You just They're have to locked. unlock them. They're locked up, like, you know, mm-hmm. behind a paywall. Yeah. And you have to feed your brain or pay your brain to, to mm-hmm. you know, unlock these dreams. So when I read this, I not only remembered everything that I wrote vividly, but I remembered extra stuff that I didn't write down. I started, like, you know, filling in all the pieces and it was uh it was wild so i definitely want to start doing it more dream journaling and that's something that you guys can try which i guess is the first step yeah that's step one what's step number two here oh you're gonna want to use reality checks frequently which this never would have occurred to me and i'm not sure that it works but wiki house says it does so so i mean Mm -hmm. we're gonna take them for their word they've always you know they've never done wrong by us and no they haven't and i've heard this before that a big part of lucid dreaming, it's all done when you're awake. And that is reminding yourself, like checking yourself. 
if you're asleep, if you're awake, constantly throughout the day. Right. So, yeah, every few hours you're going to look at yourself and say, am I dreaming? And you, you can pinch your nose, close your mouth, do something, you know, um, to, to test. Uh-huh. It, maybe maybe like poke yourself with a knife and yeah. see if you bleed. Try to stab yourself. Um, you can simply look at your hands and feet. There's, you know, they're often distorted in dreams. So when they you look can, normal to you, you know, if they, if they both look, uh-huh. you know, on, on the level, then you're not dreaming. And then if you could ask someone what time it is and they'll tell you the time and then you could ask them again what time it is and if they tell you anything different. Or if the first time they say anything but a time, like if you're like, what time is it? And they go, you can also read something, you know, and see if the alphabet and words look right, because I guess in dreams, things are blurry and distorted. Yeah. So, you know, you you read a magazine, open up a magazine or a newspaper, you read an article. If everything looks, you can read it. No, just just the first few words. Make sure that, you know, that. Just scan it. Make sure it looks good. Right. Have a look see, and then last thing is uh, attempt to push your index finger th- right through your palm, uh, through the opposite palm, and really expect it to go through. And ask yourself if you're dreaming, before and after. It says yes. yes this is important. So you're supposed to say, "Am I am I dreaming?" Poke your palm and then say, "Am I dreaming?" And apparently they're it, alleging that your finger it, will go through your hand. Yeah, during a dream, your finger is going to go right through your hand. I don't know. Um, I don't know about that. I've never had that dream, but we're going to, again, take them at their their word. Uh-huh. Uh, number three is repeat. I will be aware that I'm dreaming each time you fall asleep. Now, I'm not exactly sure how you do that. Cause so this is a classic mantra, you know, um, and... A lot of things are in Buddhism and Eastern philosophy. It's all about just willing things and making things happen. And you're supposed to, as you're falling asleep, all the way until the moment that you slip into sleep, you are saying, I will be aware that I'm dreaming. I will know I'm I will dreaming. Be or a simpler phrase, dreaming. until you drift out of consciousness. Well, you this... should pick one and stick with it. Yeah, yeah. Repeat you shouldn't them. change it. Because if you change it, that's going to be weird. Like when you count sheep, it's the same sheep. Yeah, they call this mnemonic introduction. That just means you're using memory aids, or in this case, a root phrase to you know turn awareness of your dreams into automatic habit. Mm-hmm. So that's that's everything. WikiHow. Uh, oh no, there's a four. There's a number four. Yeah, we're actually we're still on method one. There's three methods. Oh shit! Uh, learn to recognize your personal dream signs, which. Uh, People will do like the red ball. Have you heard the red ball technique? Nope. So uh, people will, I guess, look for a red ball. And that'll be the sign that they're dreaming. If they see a red ball. Like people will have like a visual cue that there's dream signs that show that they're dreaming. So lucid dreamers will implant a red ball into their dream. Yeah. So when they see this red ball bounce by, they're like, "Cool, I'm dreaming. This is a this is a dream. I could do what I want." Hey, look! It says it right there. You probably already know some of these common dream events include losing your teeth, which happens to me semi regularly. At least it used to. Um, being chased by something large—that's not so much often. Being in public without clothes on—that happens to me frequently. See, I don't think I've ever had a. You've public never had. You've never dream. had that. No. See, and I, I, it's not like I don't start out nude. It's like I lose my my entire wardrobe at some point, and I, I'm nude and exposed in public. Whoa. Um. Yeah, I've never had nudie dreams. So they're great. They're great dreams. That's always just been like a cliche thing, like a 
like you go and you give your speech in front of the class and you look down and you're like, I think I just know that from movies. I don't want to. But then again, I only remember like a handful of dreams from my life because of all the weed smoking and me not journaling my dreams ever. Yeah, like I'll be I'll be doing something completely unrelated to me being nude in my dream. You know, I'm trying to handle business in an unrelated matter. And then all of a sudden I'm nude. And like I, in my dream, I'm realizing, well, fuck, I'm nude. And this, you know, I can't be nude in public. So it becomes like it presents itself in my dreams as, you know, a problem, just like it would be in real life. And there's if you, like Benny Hill music yeah, and you're you, like running around. You suddenly lose to... your clothes and you're out in the, you know, the streets. Like so that's, you take that's a your problem. Hat off, you there's, put it in front of your Yeah, there's decency laws and there's a number of, of things that, you know, that could affect. So, yeah, yeah, true. Um, then it says Five. that uh, drift back to sleep when awakened from a dream. So this is your pee thing. You get up, you are yep. awakened by this pee. You drift back to sleep, which I guess, yeah. Yeah. And rejoin the dream. Yep. And I'm not even really focusing, but it says if you try to focus on doing that when you're going back to sleep, you might have some some luck. So method two is using the wake and bake method. No, it says wake back method. Wake, wake back to bed method. Wake back to bed method. Uh, no when lucid dreams most commonly occur, which is REM stage. Yeah, and this is all starting to seem like an awful lot of work. I'm not sure that, like, really what the payoff is to, yeah. you know, learning yeah. about REM sleep. I mean, I know the band REM. I don't know wait, so much about... this says wake up? So, wait, yeah, yeah, how is a set an alarm. to dream to wake up in the this middle of This is telling night? you to set an alarm for 4 a.m. It's like, no, no, I'm not doing all that. No, eat a sandwich. skip some of these. Eat a fucking sandwich. Stay awake for a while, I guess. <clears throat> it's telling you to wake up and eat a same. Is this written by Big Sandwich? I mean, they're really suggesting that you you disrupt your sleep patterns, which I don't know if that's healthy for your your body and and beneficial for your your day. So, all right, we have additional techniques. You can meditate, meditate no. prolong a lucid dream, and uh, listen, listen to binaural beats. Okay, we've is that, that like lo-fi hip hop? Is we, what I'm thinking. No, we've actually done that on the show before, which is a binaural beat is some sort of sound frequency that stimulates something in your brain to simulate an experience. Yes. So it can make you feel drunk. It can make you feel high. PCP. It can mess with like your visuals. So, like, are you saying, like, you know, you listen to drill music right right before you go to bed, you're going to dream about being right there on the O Block having a gang war with, with the, the Latin Kings or whatever it is? Yeah, maybe. I, mean, I don't maybe. think the Latin Kings are involved in Chicago drill scene. Computer, are the Latin Kings involved in Chicago drill music? From Pitchfork.com. Spitting Spanish flows over sparse beats from Latin producers. The Z7 after three crews take on drill is decidedly more lighthearted than their forebears in Chicago or their peers in Brooklyn. Latin, Latin Kings have oh, a sense of humor they're about They're from it. Brooklyn, though. It's the same thing. I don't know if that counts. I guess it does. Because they do drill music. They got to be from Old Block. But it's saying listen to some beats. Put some beats on. Yeah, put some beats on. Uh, play video games. Okay. Play, okay. I, can, I can deal with that. They're losing me here with the fucking... With the shit, there was a, there was one other thing that I had in here. Um, blind people be dreaming. That's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. So you can see you see things in your dreams that obviously you can't see because you're blind. Even mm -hmm. colors and what have you. Shit that you'll never experience in 
the in the waking world you can see in your dream. Now, I wonder if there's ever going to be like a um like a machine and again, Elon Musk may already have this technology, but it's like a, a hyperbolic chamber where you put a blind person in. And since like a blind person's life is already like real life is already kind of, I mean, probably shitty. Like maybe it just keeps them in a dream state for the rest of, you know, like a lucid dream state for the rest of their, their days on earth. Yeah. There's like a feeding tube involved and like a oxygen pumping into the, this chamber and they can just, you know, have their, their dream life and never that have would to be really cool. the real world. That should definitely be a thing. If you could pay or maybe just like donate your body to research and then opt into this where you're put in essentially the matrix, how he was, uh, you know, put into this machine and had the thing and he was in the juice. Remember, he like broke out of the Actually, juice. I don't think I ever saw the matrix. All right. I've well, avoided the matrix my entire life. Well, he, he gets taken out of the matrix at this at one point. He takes the blue pill or whatever. Yeah, I know blue pill, red pill. I know I know they got suits and they mm -hmm. like do like crazy fighting, but I, I couldn't yeah, tell yeah. you the plot of it. So he removes them from the matrix and he wakes up and he's in this juice. He's in like, like a, a goop. Like a, a goop. goop. Okay. He's in a goop. He's in a goop. And he's in this like pod kind of thing that's like see-through it's got the goop in it kind of like what like we were saying um what zordon's head is in yeah like exactly a, like a tank with with okay yeah with the ooze and the yes. goop. and he's in there he's got all these hoses and tubes and a feeding tube and a catheter and like all this stuff hooked up and it's all robotic and shit and then he wakes up rips the membrane of this thing out uh gets up there sloshing ooze everywhere you know and uh, why? I'm smoking weed, so I forget why I went on this Matrix tangent. Uh, I couldn't tell you. And now I'm I'm picturing the the um pink goop from Ghostbusters too. It's orange goop though. No, I'm just thinking like my brain is switched over to Ghostbusters too, which is a uh, uh, probably a better movie. Yeah, it probably is. It definitely is. Now, in some cultures, dreaming is seen as a form of communication with the spirit world, which I don't know if I buy into that. Um, mm -hmm. because most of my dreams are kind of like. You know, they're not really that deep. I'm not like having conversations with God or anything. You know, I'm mostly like doing random things with random people that I've met in like, you know, a hodgepodge of different locations that I've at one point visited, like just kind of combined into one. Yeah. Like um I, I do remember recently I dreamt um the the setting was the Ah Lewis store, which I don't know if you know what that is, but it's a, a old um it's in downtown slow by the mission. It's like a old timey um it was like one of the first it was like the first store in San Luis Obispo and they've preserved it somewhat as like a historical thing. The building's still there and or whatever. But I was in the Ah Lewis store and it was like a like an antique shop, um, which the Ah Lewis store is not an antique shop, but you know, in my dream it was, and it's just like a, kind of, it was almost like a, a, a antique shop mixed with like a swap meet mixed with the Ah Lewis store. Very strange, but all places that I've you know um, combined, I've been to individually, and yeah. kind of combined into my dream. But I'm, I'm again no spirits. No. I haven't seen Jesus. I mean, I think maybe it's more of a DMT thing, the spirit world. Yeah, I think so too. Um, now, one thing that I heard and thought was interesting, I don't know if it's true. Maybe some people can sound off out there. Uh, some people allegedly dream in black and white. All dreams, black and white, no color in their dreams. That would suck. 
Which you imagine would make it very easy to do lucid dreaming. If you just look, if you say, is it black and white? You don't have to look for a red ball. You That's don't have true. to poke yeah. your hands. Yeah, if you're seeing color, you're not dreaming. Yeah. But my 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 dreams are, I feel like there's a vivid color palette. Mm-hmm. Um, vibrant, so, vibrant color palette. So I would really be interested to know if anybody out there dreams in black and white. Yeah, sound off below. Let us know. Do you remember your dreams? Do you dream in black and white? You know, Can basically you lucid dream? Chime in on, on all the, the things we've touched on and let <laughs> us know your, your two cents. Yeah. And then also be sure to subscribe and like this episode. Mm-hmm. Comment along the way and leave time codes next to your comment. So that way we know where you're replying to and what we said that Yeah, and this is also going to be, a, you doing that is going to tell you that you're not dreaming and that you're in reality which mm-hmm. i mean that are, could be your you, prompt are you sure that you're not dreaming right now did you dream this entire episode sound off below and let us know we love you guys natural habitat recordings